Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes in life, you have to encourage yourself just to get through the day. I have certainly had a few of those days in my life. So today I want to talk about having to encourage yourself. I will be talking with you from 1 Samuel chapter 30. Whenever I sit down to study a series of verses or a chapter or chapters to prepare a sermon, that's different from my personal Bible study. When I'm doing sermon prep, I'm striving to hear what God is saying to me through his word or his people. Sometimes the message is to challenge the body. Sometimes it's for correction. But most of the time it is to strengthen or to encourage the people of God. In this episode, I want to talk about the latter one, encouragement. We all need to be encouraged at times. And I hope that one of the reasons you attend church to hear the word of God is to be encouraged or to be strengthened in your walk with the Lord. Church attendance should be an important source of encouragement for believers. But it's also important that we know how to encourage ourselves in the Lord. That's what we want to talk about today. Sometimes the time at which you need to be encouraged can't wait until the next sermon in church. Or that may not be the kind of message you will hear the next time you go to church. And if you don't know how to encourage yourself in the face of circumstances that threaten to overwhelm and depress you, you are going to have a problem standing in a time like that. There came such a time in David's life. To set the tone for this message, let me read the first two verses of 1 Samuel chapter 30. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burnt it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So here is the situation. David and the men of the city had gone out of town taking care of war business. While they were out of town, the Amalekites came into their city, burnt it down, and took the wives and children captives. 
So when David and his men returned home, it was not a pretty sight. According to verse 3, when David and his men returned home, the city was burnt down and their wives and their children had been taken captive. Can you imagine that? For instance, you come home and find your house burnt down. And later you find that your wife or husband and your children have been abducted. You don't know the motive. You don't know the status of your loved ones. You don't even know who the perpetrators are. That's the emotional place where David and his men of war found themselves. And verse 4 in 1 Samuel chapter 30 says it all. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Now this is an important point. I believe that if we were to walk into a similar set of circumstances, we too would be emotionally devastated. I'm saying that I don't care how spiritually mature you are and how much you love God, there is a button that life can push that will bring you to the point of feeling despair. And so it was with David and his men of war. I tell you, I've had a couple of very difficult periods in my life in the ministry. And during those times, I did not feel very much in charge. It took everything I could muster just to keep going. But David's trouble didn't stop there. According to the beginning of verse 6, the people talked about stoning him. Now, David did not burn down their city. He did not take the wives of these men and their children captive. He was with them. He was feeling the same loss that they were, but they were grieved. They were emotionally torn apart, and I guess they just felt they had to lash out at somebody. And perhaps their thinking was that it was David's fault because the enemy came while they were following David's lead. Now, you know, David could have lost it all at this point. But do you know what the last part of verse six says? It says David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, it's moments like this one that we find out what we are really made of. All of us know how to strive when all is well. But what about when the bottom falls out of life? David challenges us in that regard. When he had lost his possessions and his wife and his children and his own army wanted to stone him to death, David encouraged himself in the Lord. The question is, why or how could David encourage himself in a time like that? 
Well, it was because of David's personal relationship with the Lord. Remember, he encouraged himself in the Lord, not by what was going on around him, but in the Lord, in spite of what was going on around him. I believe we all would agree that Christians are not exempt from times of discouragement. I've been preaching long enough. I have been around church members long enough, and I have been a Christian myself long enough to know that Christians go through times of discouragement. And pastors are no exception. In fact, according to some surveys, 80% of pastors and 84% of pastors' spouses are discouraged in their roles. Sometimes it's because the ministry is not moving forward as they thought it would, or ministry turned out to be much more difficult than they thought it would be, or the cost to the pastor's family for him to do the ministry seems overwhelming. The point is that if men of God can become discouraged, what about the average person in the congregation? Our personal relationship with the Lord says a lot about how we will navigate and get through difficult times. Some time ago, I had to meet with a young couple for a marriage counseling session. It was a pretty sad situation. At the point we met, it seemed almost hopeless. And as we spoke, I did not sense any spiritual roots in either the husband or the wife. To tell you the truth, based on where they were spiritually, I was not sure they would be able to navigate of this great storm in their life. Again, our personal relationship with the Lord says a lot about how we will navigate difficult times. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, the Bible says, we walk by faith, not by sight. Discouragement sets in when you walk by sight and everything's going contrary to you and you take heed to what you're up against. In order to encourage ourselves, we have to stir up our faith in God. We have to allow our faith to speak to our circumstances. We have to tell ourselves that with God on our side, we have more than enough to overcome. That we are more than conquerors through him. He is a very present help in times of trouble. Christ lives on the inside of us. My friend, I don't know where life finds you today, but if you find yourself in a difficult place or a seemingly hopeless place and you're feeling down and out, I want to encourage you to encourage yourself in the Lord. 
In Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 3, the Bible says that the Lord will give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Think about that. That when we are overwhelmed or overcome with the spirit of heaviness, we can put on the garment of praise. We can do that because of Christ who lives within us and our personal relationship with him. Amen. Praise the Lord. My friend, I hope that you were blessed during our time together as we talked about having to encourage yourself. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, make heaven's best be yours.